Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir, man. We back with another episode for y'all for your dome piece. You know, we thank y'all for rocking with us another week, another episode. Yeah. And just want to keep y'all uh, informed. We do have a couple album reviews coming up. So, uh, you know, keep a lookout for that. That will be coming very soon. Yep. Yep. Uh, they're going to be the Brat Functified. I think, think from like 1994. And uh, who did I say? Oh, yeah. Pop Smoke. Uh, Shoot for the Moon. Aim for the Stars or whatever that yeah. album's called now. The New Jump. The New Jump. Yeah. Let me let, let me just say uh, the Brat album, for some reason, I thought she was going to have like a, I thought she was a Southern rapper for some reason. Like a, <laughs> uh, like, and, and, and like a, like a early 2000s southern rapper like i thought she for some reason i thought she was like a member of three six mafia or something, or something wow like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah because you know what it is i mixed up la chat which i think is the girl from uh three six mafia yeah with um with fucking uh the brat so, yeah very very similar name so you know that, that, that's that's what that was but she's dope though she's dope as shit i told you i'm telling you if, if i give you some old school shit it's gonna be dope <laughs> nah it's definitely dope i, I ain't mad at it at all it ain't it's a very, very smooth listen. I can't even, I can't even fake. Hell yeah. We'll get into that, but I love the beat situation for all of her original shit because it was like based off of old funk music. So like Parliament and all that other shit. I don't, I don't know yeah. if you are, if you're big on Parliament and the Gap Band and all that other stuff, but. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I don't, I don't know like the actual, you know, technicalities of things, but it, I, I like, I like what I hear. I like, I like, you know, it sounds good. All so right. I, I will say I do. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into this junk today. Uh, like you, like my man said, we're gonna yes, bring you another a regular episode, and let's go ahead and uh, get into a nice little um, discussion that you brought up to me uh, yesterday. Actually, uh, we were looking for ideas of what yes, to talk about today, and uh, you hit me up with who has the best catalog, and the choices between the four options were the Notorious B.I.G., Jay Z., Nas, and Fifty Cent. And then we added to this question: uh, Who do we gravitate more towards? Who do we basically? Who do we fuck with the most out of all of these jokes? So right, right. Uh, now, now let, let me let me ask you this: Right, would you agree though that all four of these rappers are more or less in the same tier as far as like you know when it's all said and done? And would you would you agree that they they've all more or less maybe one higher than the other, but not too much? Would you say that they're more or less in the same group as far as? I guess their notoriety in rap and just rapping ability and just their career in general. Would yeah. You, would you agree? Definitely. Because, I mean, Big would have been more so if he had lived longer. But if you look at, not, I mean, like, you got to look at not only 50, J, and Nas, not just musically, but you got to also look at the shit that they've done to stay relevant yeah. and, to, and to basically exactly. just make more money. All of them have branched out. Like, Nas would never did advertisements for liquor and all that shit before. And now mm -hmm. he's doing yep. shit with Hennessy and... You know, Jay Z's always been about you know doing a new liquor. He had the Armadale Vodka. He had the the Rockaware clothing line. He had the Forty Forty Clubs. Like you know, he's always had something. Fifty Cent got into Vitamin Water. He on TV with Power. I mean, mm -hmm. Fifty and he's had his own G Unit clothing line. So like, they all do something. Right. They they all bring so much to the question. But if we're just gonna talk about musically, I'll, okay, let me go first. I will say that if. My best catalog, if I was going to rank them from one to four, I would say Jay-Z first. Then I would pick Nas. Then I would pick Biggie. And then I would pick 50 Cent. And my reasoning for this is that Biggie was lower on the list simply because he only had two albums. He had technically mm -hmm. three, yeah, yeah. but one was posthumous. So he didn't right, have nothing right, to do with right, that. Right, right. But both albums, classic albums. Now... I put that above 50 Cent because maybe 50 I think 50 Cent's got like five or six albums out, but not all of his albums carry the same weight lyrically For sure. For or sure. just like quality-wise as Big's first two albums. 
And that's I agree. point blank period. No, I agree. But I would say that Jay-Z is on top, not only because of the sheer number of albums that he has out, but for the fact that like, if you look at the, the, if you look at his overall work, I think he's got like 11 albums out or something like that now. Like a good eight out of the 11 are vicious as fuck. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. And, you know, one of, one of my main points, and uh, I guess I'll just throw it out there. I, I'm putting Jay-Z uh, to answer who has the best catalog. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Jay-Z as number one as well. And I feel like, I forgot who said this, but like, I feel like to me, if you have a classic, in multiple decades, which I, which I consider classic. To me, I consider 444, I don't know if I consider it a classic, but it's, it's at least a very, very good album to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It has I the, it can, really it can album. be an, it could be a classic. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It could be a classic, you know, time will tell. But what I'm saying is that, you know, you look at obviously Blueprint, you look at, um, uh, what the fuck is that joint called? Uh, American Gangster. You look at a couple of joints that like just, from early or, or early 2000s, mid 2000s, and and then even late in the in the in the uh, 2010s, you know what I mean? Like this niggas had arguably classics in every decade, which is I, I feel like it just speaks on his ability not only to stay relevant, but just to keep his his pen sharp. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like that's that's really important when when discussing this because, like you said, you know, when it comes to uh, to 50, while he does have, in my opinion, probably to me, like a a one hundred percent perfect album in Get Rich or Die Trying, mm-hmm. but like you said, I feel like his other ones, like The Massacre, it did have a, a couple hits on it. I'm not gonna say it didn't, but I just feel like it. What it didn't, it didn't match up to uh, what Get Rich or Die Trying brought to the t- herd of fifty. He was bursting. I mean, we had you know with his mixtapes and shit like that, but like like the um, the mainstream had never heard of fifty. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of hard to live up to that that expectation of of get rich or die trying. So, so yeah. So I'm gonna go with Jay Z uh, as as number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with big. Uh, I'm gonna go with big. And again, same same thing that you said. You know, obviously didn't have all that many albums. Had uh, two two right two albums. Uh, yeah, two albums or yeah. three. Two. Well, I mean, he had yes, three yeah. technically, but one was created after he died you know uh puffy mixed it and then added a bunch of new people in it so so it, he had nothing to do creatively with it pretty much other than his i guess his verses and shit like that basically because he was already gone before it was it was it was a thing you know hold on is that is that um is that the one after uh is that life after death uh no life after death is the second one the third one is um is uh um oh, oh fuck what is the third one called um why am I losing my brain? Uh, what is the third one called? Uh, something. Fuck. It's got something to do with life or something. I, uh. is, hold on. I'm only seeing two here, dog. I definitely got a third one. Oh, Born Again? There you go. Born Again. Uh, I feel like... I mean, I don't know. You tell me, but I feel like that might be an album that like nobody really talks about all that much. It's really not. Like I, I said, it was like... I mean, like... Songs came from it. Uh, Renegade with uh, Eminem. That was one of the biggest songs on there. But again, like, it's not... A f- dead it's, Wrong, you know, not Renegade. Dead Wrong. No, Renegade. No, Renegade was on his other... No, Renegade was Jay-Z. Renegade my bad. Uh, dead Wrong. You're right. Dead Wrong. My bad. Dead, but yeah, like, it just was not... I don't know. Like, it, it, it wasn't that big of an album. And people, like, people still fuck with it. But it's just one of those things that, you know... It was never really that highly sought after of an album for him. Like people fucked with it, but it just wasn't. And, and you know, this 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 reminds you know it's funny. Um, this reminds me a lot. And again, I haven't I haven't listened to this album at all. Uh, I'm just saying, just looking at the track listing, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me a lot of the of the um, of the Pop Smoke album, of, of the one that just came out, mm-hmm. of the one that um, they were reviewing. Yeah, just, just just based off of the amount of of features that there's on it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just always feel like that's that's like the one thing that's weird about posthumous albums mm-hmm. is that there's all like you obviously I understand you know uh, Pop and and Biggie didn't fit didn't make didn't have enough shit ready to put the album out so you have to fill it in with these features or or you know these things that might may or may not fit 
Biggie or or uh, or Pop Style, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's like a little weird, a little, and then I feel like that's why these posthumous albums are, are a little. It's a little weird, you know what I mean? You, like, you could tell that Biggie didn't have his 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 personal touch on it. Like, and if you're a big fan of uh, a Pop Smoke, then you could probably tell, you know, certain things weren't exactly how he would have done it. But it's just that weird dynamic, you know what I mean? That like somebody who who probably knows you very well is is doing this but they're not you exactly so it's kind of it's kind of different yeah, and i'm i'm with you on that i've never really been big on posthumous albums uh because of that fact and just for the fact that it seems like it's just a cash grab like you're putting out yeah. this person's not put out music and just looking for a way to 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 make some type of money off of it and that just that just really rubs me the wrong way and you gotta think right that a lot of these unfinished tracks are probably just throwaways mm-hmm like it was some you know shit that I mean? they were like, just like, fucking. I, mean, I don't know, but I, I mean, I know, I know rappers. Second, that was just some shit that they threw away. Like they were working with it, and they were just like, "Nah, that wasn't worth it." So might as well just. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree, and um, and obviously us as fans, you know, we'll we'll, we'll probably never really find out what is what mm-hmm. in that in that regard. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of like a weird feeling I have about posthumous albums. I'm going back to the to our initial conversation. Mm-hmm. So I got Jay, I got Biggie. I got 50 and I, I had to put 50 over Nas and it's just it to, to me it's just a I know we're I know we're doing preference later you know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about preference later but I just feel like 50 you know while Nas has kept uh relevant through different um like avenues such as like you said you know the Hennessy thing I think he's had a couple other commercials and things like that dating Nicki Minaj you know what I mean for a little while yeah. and that was a big thing I just feel like I don't know, man. I just feel like 50, whether he's been putting out music or whether it's through memes or whether it's whatever, I feel like he's had just a bigger impact on, um, I guess if you want to call it the culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, I don't know. I, I just feel like 50 has been able to, while Nas has been obviously putting albums out, I just feel like whatever 50's touched has been more like, you know, popular or more popping and shit, at True. least in the, in the latter years. True. You know what I mean? So, so I'm gonna put so I'm gonna put fifty at number three as far as just overall quality goes, and then I'm gonna just go with Nas at number four. Um, t- to be completely honest with you, you know, aside from uh, Illmatic that we reviewed a couple couple months ago, mm-hmm. I haven't really um I haven't listened to too much uh, Nas. I-, I was looking through a lot of his uh his albums and just just because I, you know I haven't listened to them, I wanted to see what the general consensus of the ratings of the albums were, mm-hmm. and. To be honest, like, almost every album I was looking at was pretty favorable, except for maybe like one or two, like in mid two thousands or so. Yeah, nah, his, his usually his albums. That, I, I just, he did a he did a collab joint with um, it was like I, I don't know if it was, I forgot who the fuck it was, but it was like one of I think it was one of the Marley brothers, I think. Oh yeah, he did it with uh, Damian Marley. Uh, welcome. Um, yeah. Uh, something. I can't something remember. both worlds. Yeah, something. No, best of both worlds was Jay Z. Um, yeah, so, but you know what I'm talking about. I right? know exactly what you're talking about, man. Go ahead. <laughs> distant relatives. That's what it's Are called. Sure? Yeah. Distant relatives. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah I just right, looked right. it up. So even even that even that album, like I, I I wasn't. It's not to say that I was. I'm not a fan of of, of either, right? But I, I don't really check for Nas or Demi Marley all that much. But I remember hearing about that album. So even then, you know, I, I heard a lot of good things about that joint. So I don't know, man. Like, I can't. I can't knock uh Nas in that regard but I just I don't know man I just feel like as far as category goes or catalog goes I just feel like you know Jay Big and, and 50 to me is, is is ahead of them yeah I got you like I said uh, J- I think 50 Cent has had the least growth musically out of all of them even even Biggie like I think that Biggie kind of grew more in his music because I, I I was listening to a couple of um 50's newest albums and they kind of sound like massacre and curtis like before i self-destruct and um i can't remember what the other one was called but uh i know before i self-destruct definitely sounds a lot like massacre in in its musical styles and in, in a lot of his rapping for at least from what i can remember i haven't heard massacre in a while i'm not gonna lie but uh it, they sounded similar to me like i said Nas is easily the best lyricist of this group he's just the best rapper period but big i think he's the biggest influence out of this entire group simply because he was there first he did it first and everyone else like i mean i mean technically nas did it before big but but um 
but when it came to the popularity of the genre like it was biggie over everybody and he, and since jay-z modeled yeah. basically modeled himself after big like you, you know you can't you can't top that man in that obviously you're right you're right i I think that jay-z is the biggest current influencer just because he's so much into everything like he's not like it's not just music anymore he's in the art world he's in the he messes with the political world he messes with he messes with you know everything so he's even in um what do you call it um he's in uh management for everybody sports music whatever whatever so like you know he's really diversified himself yeah no I, i agree and um to, to to what you were saying about fifty, uh, as far as his uh, his musical shit, I just feel like, you know, like we were saying, um, and, and you know what, I, I might I might move Nas uh, on top of fifty, putting putting my per- personal preferences aside, mm-hmm. because the truth is, like you said, I, I feel like Nas is his sound kind of evolved in the sense where like, I mean, niggas still putting out music to his, you know to this day, yeah, shit that shit that niggas is still kind of checking for, because matter of fact, I think he has an album coming out. Very soon, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think I've seen that somewhere. I see the real soon. Out. It already came out because I know he's got that song where he 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 gives that disc to um to Doja Cat. So I assume some type of album or something is going to be coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but and in the whole Fifty thing, you know, I just feel like at that point he he was already bigger than than rap in a sense. After uh after his first two or three albums, I feel like Fifty was. I mean, because let, let's be real. Once once that beef happened with Kanye. In like 2007 to 2008, uh-huh. I just feel like 50 was kind of like it was kind of losing the rap touch. I feel, and you know that's when he started going towards the whole vitamin water and you know other things that could make him money, which obviously is has worked out great for him. Uh-huh. It's so, a smart um, move because not everybody like, can maintain that. Right, right, and and, and I, I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like when you don't need to improve or change up your shit, when rapping isn't your only means to you know get money and survive i just feel like you're not going to be as inclined to work towards you know changing shit up or improving or whatever the case may be so for that reason i i think i think you're right i think 50 probably is at the bottom is listening just for that reason right there that you know i don't even think 50's put out more than like maybe an album in the last 10 years if he if he's even put out an album in the last 10 years i know he put out some eps or at least an ep and then they put out the ep with g-unit but like you said, I don't know if he's actually released an album album anytime in the last decade, for real, for real. Just very minor things. I will say though, that joint I will say that that, that the song with uh with Chris Brown, the mm-hmm. bitch on the man. Yeah, that's you know man. That, that was probably his last joint. And that joint got pretty big, I would say. Mm-hmm. It sure did. It was a pretty big song. But so, I mean he's also been known more got, for I'll trolling. So <laughs> he's also yeah, been known nah, more for trolling on the internet. Was, so. that, that that's what I'm saying. That I feel like He's found other avenues to make himself relevant in the sense that he probably doesn't need to rap as much as he probably needed to at some point. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I I was gonna put uh, Fifty over Nas at some point, but I I feel like having this discussion, I realized that you know Nas, the fact that he's been able to do all these things, and even de- even to say to date Nicki Minaj, because I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj would not date no irrelevant ass nigga, yeah, especially no. Older rapper, yeah, no, pretty much. And the fact that 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 relationship, no, go ahead, finish. (laughs) No, no, I I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that. Um, just for that reason alone, I, I just feel like you have to give him credit because he's, he's been able to keep his, uh, he hasn't really had to sacrifice too much to, to stay relevant. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no, well, like he's, he's always been the talent. Like you said, there's only like a couple of his albums. Like, really, there is only a couple of his albums that are not that great. And again, the the, mm. su- the Nicki Minaj jump was actually a surprise. Like, I didn't think anybody that is, you know, been fucking with Nas all these years would have ever thought that him and Nicki would have ended ended up together for any amount of time. Like, that just didn't seem like it was something that would even be feasible. You know what I'm saying? Ah, for sure, for sure. I agree. That shit happened, and it came and went, just like every other Hollywood couple. And you know, now she's pregnant and shit. You know, yep, no shout more. out to shout out to the Barb's man, even though y'all be wild. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we go ahead? Uh, why don't we go ahead and move on to the two biggest women in the game right now? We brought it up last episode. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi are still. Hey, gay. This Chris speaking. 
Thank you for your submission regarding the student forgiveness plan. You have been approved for a $0 per month payment. I hate that, dog. Let's keep that shit in there. Fuck it. Let's keep it in there. Don't even worry about that shit. Yeah, man. Let's talk, let, let, let's talk about it, dog. Let's talk about the two hottest women in the fucking game right now. You got... Cardi B, you got Megan Thee Stallion. We talked about this a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. We talked about WAP, which is wet ass pussy. Yes. Or if you're listening to the Kids About version, wet and gushy. Wet and uh, gushy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really the clean version. I know, I really know. Clean. It just makes me up, laugh whenever I hear it. <laughs> dog. So let, let me just say, dog, I've seen that song on so many, like on a couple, like. Obviously, IG models of just putting that shit up on their shit, twerking to the joint. Of course. Uh, it's just like a tick. It's, I, I want to say it might be a TikTok challenge or some shit now. Oh, it's a perfect song. You know, it's a, a lot of shit. Oh, no, no, for sure. For sure. No, I'm all for it. And um, I, I'm just, it's just crazy that, like, I feel like back then, right, it took time for a song to become like a hit or just to, to, to break barriers and to be everywhere. It took like maybe months for it to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Dog, it's been a week since this song came out. And you got news reporters, you got priests, you got fucking NASA scientists, like just tripping about this shit, dog. And, and I'm just like, it's crazy. It's just crazy how how quick shit moves now. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. But it's always the people that have such a like, it's like, okay, well, what are you doing listening to this song if this is not your bag? Like, if you are that religious, what are you doing listening to this? If you yes. have, like, children under the age of 10 or something in the car, why are you listening to this in the car with them? Yes. All these people are so scared about, oh, this is bad for the children. They, they're not going to grow up to be this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, hip-hop has been doing this for years. Women have been talking about their pussies. Niggas have been lying on their dicks. Like, it has been a thing in hip-hop to talk about sex quite overtly for basically since it began, for over 30 years now. So, why the fuck would you think that this song right now is going to be like, oh my god, they said wet-ass pussy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, like, what was Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy was saying? Um, Just jump on the dick. Like, at one point, like, here's a song that's called J O D D, jump on the dick. Like, that's what the song is called. <laughs> and he says that all, he said, just jump on the dick. Like, where was y'all outraged uh, with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, and Meg, Meg the Stallion brought up another one, which was uh, uh, Three Six Mafia Slava on my knob. Yes, thank you. Like, like, dog, that's a song that everybody knows word for word. Yep. It's literally about getting your dick sucked. And he's describing it perfectly. Yeah. Like, it's so, not even a problem. Yeah. So, so it's just, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you, you know what it is. Like, it just, it's like a weird situation with, like, I guess the masses and trying to have women not be wilding out or this is this double standard that exists that, like, you know, dudes could talk about this kind of shit, but the moment that a girl does, she's she's crossing the line or she's doing too much or whatever the case may be. But obviously, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, I'm I'm here for the litmus of it. You know what right. I mean? I, I just I, I think it's. Crit- I was gonna say there is always <laughs> something once every once in a while that will drag people out, like and be like, oh my god, like um, what do you call it? People did kind of freak out over Anaconda. Not gonna lie. And people did freak out over fucking Sir Mix a lot. I like big butts, like, and I cannot lie. They freaked out over that in the early '90s. But again, coming right. from coming from where Uncle Luke, Uncle Luke sang the song. There's some hoes in this house. Like, that's that's his song. Oh, and if okay, you okay, listen okay. to Uncle Luke, you done already fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like, if you religious and you listen to Uncle Luke, you done already fucked up. But you know what? God died for your sins. You good to go. Just turn it off. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying, dog. I'm saying, bro. Hey, nah. But I, let, let me just say this though. Mm. When 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 that joint came out, when the the like big bus joint, dog. Mm. That joint. I mean, first of all, it was in the '90s. I feel like it's different times. I could understand why you know that might not be, I guess, too appropriate for the times. But dog, like you said. It's been what at least thirty years since that song came out, mm-hmm. or maybe twenty something. And dog, there's been probably hundreds of thousands of way worse songs after that. You know what I mean? So, so I say that to say that, dog, there, there's there wasn't there wasn't from Beethoven to WAP. 
is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Exactly. You know, guys, like you had to get through a bunch of a bunch of wild ass shit before you get here. I like big bucks. Shake that ass. <laughs> J O D D. There's a line. There's yeah, a succession no. to this. <laughs> no, what about what about uh no, there's just it's a lot of songs that like if people are really mad at like yeah, y'all should be mad at like back that ass up too. Mm-hmm. Y'all should be mad at a couple different joints, dog. Exactly. Uh, 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 dog, pretty much Pretty much Pretty Ricky's entire discography. Bro. And what is that song? Uh, can a nigga get in them guts? Them guts. Like, y'all be singing that shit. Not worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nigga, like, come on. Fuck y'all. <laughs> hey, dog. They, them niggas make that shit sound beautiful, dog. <laughs> Show no. They get them guts. I wish I could see my face. Cause I, ooh, yeah. Like, they put their heart and soul into that ghetto ass shit. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you, but you know what's funny? I didn't realize it's because I wasn't old enough, but niggas have been talking dirty shit in R&B since the late 90s, dog. Maybe even before that. Bruh, okay. For prime example of this is, what is it called? Um, Next, Too Close. That was my jam in elementary and middle school. But then I rec- recognized that when I got older, the chorus was step, a step back, you're feeling kind of close. Feel a little poke coming through from you <laughs> he's like oh, girl you know i can't help it i was like yo what are we singing and then swv the song downtown downtown that's the way to my love take it round and round <laughs> you can't stop till you find my love no this whole shit was freaky shit and we just didn't know it they was better about covering it up when we as kids and like you know make it sound like a good song but don't say the freaky uh. shit overtly that song real close. I bullshit you not, dog. It wasn't until I was an adult and I like randomly heard it again that I was like listening to that. I was like, dog, this is a dirty ass song. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had the epiphany like in college. I was like, this is what the fuck we were singing. <laughs> How did, the, why, why were y'all letting us sing this? Why were y'all allowing this? <laughs> but you know, parents in the nineties, nah, 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 that's a fact, dog. That's a fact. <laughs> but, but back. Yeah. Nah, like shit. <laughs> But um, but but now back to back to to, to Cardi B and and and, and fucking uh, and Meg The Stallion and the new song WAP. Now the reason for us bringing this song up again is because Young Aubrey also dropped last week as well. Ooh. Now that song is a song with uh Drake with Lil Durk called Laugh Now or Smile Now, Cry Later. One of the two variations. I don't know. Okay. But. But pretty much this song is 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 going head to head against uh, Cardi and Meg right now, and it, it's looking like Cardi and Meg are gonna win. Now I don't think that this is ever, or maybe it has happened before, but like it's it doesn't typically happen where the the male superstar, which is typically you know way bigger than than even the uh, the woman the female superstar, uh, I feel like it, it very t- it doesn't typically happen when. Um, when when the female rapper beats out the uh, male rapper, Mm-mm, so I ever. feel like for this case, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's yeah, yeah. So it's 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 crazy. It's it's just crazy that you know. I guess uh, obviously a lot of a lot of it has to do with you know where social media is now and how shit gets streamed and shit like that. I get that, but still, like you know, it, it's just a big time to be a, a woman rapper right now. I feel you know, and you got Drake who's probably the biggest artist of this generation like whether you you're a fan of his or not you can't deny he's his name is probably the biggest of this generation and, and you got cardi and, and and meg beating beating his, his song out and this is this is a big a drake song this is a really big drake song i feel like a lot of people are talking about it a lot of people are you know listening to it and um it, it, it's just it's just a good i feel like it's a good song but even and then you know it's, it's it's losing to a Cardi B song, so I feel like that just speaks as to what the game is right now. Yeah, no bull. Like it, it kind of reminds me of the '90s right now, where there's just like hella female artists out. Well, not hella female, but there's a bunch of them. There's more than fucking one or two, and the female artists are actually working together now, which is like pretty dope. Because back in the day, I remember one of the biggest one of the biggest female hip hop songs was uh, Lil Kim's. Um, um ladies night when they 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 did it with uh left eye the brat and uh missy elliott and um oh and angie martinez that's right angie martinez did the first verse 
it was very you know it was a woman-centric record like there wasn't very many women hip-hop art artists at that point like missy was still kind of fresh coming out uh lil kim had already been established angie martinez was really just a radio host and it was about the time that she decided that she was going to go ahead and rap left eye had already been established as in tlc but she was trying to establish a solo career at the time so you know this was supposed to help her but it was just like you had four vicious female rappers come on a joint kill it and it was one of the hottest records of that year if not for two years like i don't understand why the women these days haven't gotten on a joint together because if you put fucking i mean like it would be a ratchet ass fucking song but put cardi megan and like the city girls on a track like that'd be a ratchet mm-hmm. ass fucking song yeah, no, but for, i mean the women would love it right 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 no, but see, even even then though, I feel like even it being Cardi and and, and Meg, you know, they're they're both, uh, I guess, two two uh, woman rappers who really, I guess, feel themselves and talk all that nasty shit and talk all that, you know, just all that hood shit as well. So I feel like it was a really good combination. Even mm-hmm. even obviously, I know the City Girls would have been a good addition to it as well. I I still feel like the Meg, the Stallion, and, and Cardi. I feel like they're probably more or less around the same career-wise, popularity-wise right now, I'd say. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a fair argument to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, I agree. So I feel like, I feel like to be honest, I feel like the City Girls aren't even aren't even close to being where Cardi and Meg are right now. Oh, no, I mean, um, I wasn't talking about the them. Sense of, yeah, I wasn't talking about them being on that level. I was just saying, like, if they were to, if, if the, like, you know, the women are working together again, it'd be tight to see a yeah. big song like that. Like, you oh, know, yeah, we yeah. had Swagger Like Us back in the day where you had, what was it, Tip? Uh, Wayne, uh, Yeezy, and uh, and, and Jay Z on it. Like, why not yeah. have something like that? But with the new female artists, like it doesn't have to be you know everyone who I said. But I mean, like the City Girls could have been on that. You know, you got Cardi For Meg, sure, yeah. you got Doja Cat if she's still relevant out here in these streets. <laughs> um, and you've got you've got at least another handful of female rappers that could get on a song and kill it. Snow the product. Somebody gets Snow the product on their shit. I'm saying, no, nah, she's dope. She's really dope. Shout out to Snow Product. She's dope as shit. Big facts. Yeah, man. So it's just it's it's a crazy. I don't know. It's, I don't want to say crazy because that would imply that it's a bad thing. But I just feel like it's a it's definitely a different time that because uh, I, I all throughout my high school years, I, I know Nikki was probably like the only relevant uh, female artist that was out. Mm-hmm. So it, I just it just never I never saw, you know, it getting to this point where you got Drake, who, again, one of the biggest artists of this generation uh getting beat out by two uh two of the hottest women rappers right now so exactly. I, I just feel like it's uh it's, it's different times for sure it really is and it's actually it's good to see because it lets you know not only is there just diversity but there's also different flavor in the game because i'm i'm sure mm-hmm. i'm sure this song did not get to number one just off female strength alone no 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 <laughs> that's, that's just facts not. so <laughs> and, 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 and let, let's just bring up another point too that this song is getting to number one with the clubs not being open. Yes. Imagine if the clubs was open. And they were, dog, there'll be people who've never heard of this song who'll go home and be like, yo, that drum was cranking, dog. Let me do, like some, some girl who probably not even hip to, to Cardi or, 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 or whatever the fuck. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel like even, even without that, I feel like this song is, is doing uh huge numbers. So it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. No, well, I mean, shout out to them. You know, congratulations yeah. on having a, that number one go on to the second week. That's what's up. For sure, for sure. All right. Well, now we've all we've been we've had this discussion before about people ghostwriting and not writing their own lyrics and blah blah blah. Well, somebody else has been put out there today. Yes, sir. Uh, Travis Scott. It has been reported that his album Astro World had at least four songs that were written by rapper Sci High the Prince. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, man. On this? All right. So, so I was um I was looking through uh, the tracks that were allegedly written by Sahai the Prince. Mm-hmm. And uh it's 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 weird, right? Because um I'm trying to look for the uh list of the songs. Um I know they said uh he wrote Sicko Mode and then the yeah. last song on the album, which I can't remember to, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Coffee Bean? Yeah, Coffee Bean. Yeah, yeah. So so that's what I was gonna say that um Coffee Bean is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. And uh this song is, is more of like a uh, introspective kind of song so you know typically you think that the rapper who's rapping this is the one writing it because it's an introspective kind of song and he's talking about his life yeah and i don't know it was just kind of weird 
that this was one of the songs that was ghostwritten. You know what I mean? Like yeah. typically, I'd feel that maybe maybe like the bigger hit. You know, like I, I get uh, uh, Sickle Mode because Sickle Mode is is the biggest hit on the album. Yeah. You know, I, I get that being ghostwritten, and, and I get the, you know, the the need to go after writers to to make sure you have a hit for your really big anticipated album. Mm-hmm. I get that, but a closing track that's a more somber tone. It's more. It's it's a different, completely different type of song that I I'd expect to hear from Travis Scott. It's more of like a hip hop type of beat, and he's kind of just rapping about his life. And it's weird because I'm reading this shit that Sai Hyder Prince wrote that joint. I'm like, dog, really? I so mean, like it, it just it just it 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 fucks up the. And this is what I'm gonna say. This is the problem that I have when niggas don't write their shit, dog. Because and, and you know what? I don't know why it's specifically with rap. Or, or maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know Maybe it's not Maybe I just Mostly listen to rap Right But the truth is this Right It fucks up The listening experience Because You can't hear that song The same anymore At least To me It doesn't hit you the same It's kind of like Somebody who lied Who you found out Is a liar And they tell you some shit It's like You kind of have to Take everything the same With a grain of salt now You know what I mean So it's kind of like I don't know man And now granted Travis Scott doesn't make The most lyrically Sound music out there You know what I mean So in that respect, I don't think it fucking matters. You know what I mean? Because I don't think Travis' music is popular or, or big because of his lyrical ability. I feel like it, it's big because of his, you know, creativeness, how he uh, combines different genres together or different sounds together and just makes it his own. Now, the problem with that is, is when you come to, you know, see what happened here and you think, damn, maybe that shit's not all him. You know, like maybe all the like the weird, you know, different sounds. Maybe that's not on him, and and that and that's why I'm saying that it's more so about the uh, his creative um, ability being, I guess, sized up more than his his lyrical ability. You know what I mean? And and that's the problem that I have. Again, I understand that Travis's music isn't exactly the most lyrical shit out there, but when it comes to the creativity, it's kind of like if you if you see that Van Gogh has somebody else painting their shit. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I think Van Gogh is a fucking painter, but whatever right. painter, he is, he is. Van Gogh, Picasso, whoever it was, you know, had a ghost painter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would just be fucked up, and it's just because of the creative process of it. You know what I mean? Now, I, that I don't know. That, that that's how I feel about it. No, like, I, <clears throat> I get what you mean. Uh, now I understand. I, I understand it, and I think I've just kind of resigned to it a little more than you have. The fact that most niggas do not write their own lyrics anymore. I mean, it's been well established in pop music, in country music, and rock music. They got writers that write a lot of their shit. Now, maybe the band or the the singer will write a song every now and then, or they'll write a few songs for the album, whatever, whatever. But in 2020, I don't expect anybody to be out here just completely writing an album by themselves anymore, just because that's just not the way the music industry works, especially not with the fact that motherfuckers put out music like every few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I don't feel yeah, like no. these people are writing and, and, all of their own shit. No, you're right because like you got to think right. At some point, your your record label is probably pushing you to release shit, and if you're not able to to you know get this shit out, then they're just gonna send you some writers, and you know, and then you have no option. You have to have this album out by a certain date. So maybe that might be a reason. Like artists feel the pressures of of record labels on breathing over their necks. Like mm-hmm. yo, put this shit out, put this shit out, put this shit out. And it gets to the point where they're just like, you know what, fuck it, send them niggas over. Exactly. So, now, right, when it comes right. when it comes to when it comes to rap, I really, honestly, I don't care for the most part. Now, except for like you were saying, when it's about a song where you know this person is talking about their life and just you know like mm-hmm. giving yep. all this information, and it's a very reflective song on what things are like, blah 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 blah. If that is written by somebody else, that I look at as weird and I have a problem. Why are you dictating your story to this person to write a song about? Why don't you just write yeah. the song about your own story because it's your point of view? Why are you bringing in a third person to write what's in your head into lyrical form? Nah, you should you I should agree. be able to at least do that once or twice for an album. You know what I'm saying? Like. And again, you know, going back, I think his uh another song, Sickle Mode, uh Stargazing, which is the the first song on the album, mm-hmm. I think is one of the songs that uh Sahai wrote. Those are songs that are like there's no real deep introspective connection to it. It's kind of just like a turn up type of mm-hmm. vibe, I guess. I don't mind that. I really do not mind that. But to, like you were just saying, when you start 
when it's a song that's about your personal life, when it's, you know, something that, you know, a lot of people make connections to. And, you know, that's why a lot of people like, I feel like those introspective songs is because you're able to make a connection to one of your favorite artists. Mm -hmm. You know, you might, you might have gone through something similar or whatever, and it kind of humanizes them. You know what I mean? It kind of, it, it kind of takes away the glitz and glamour of everything and, it kind of just strips them down to their emotions. Yeah. And when you come to find out that these emotions aren't even theirs, it just totally fucks up the whole shit, dog. And I'm, I, it just, it blows me, dog. Like there's, to be completely honest, right? I, I'd rather find out, especially like a song like this, I'd rather find out that like, I don't know, like that like Styles P never wrote his shit than like, or like if Styles P never wrote his gangster shit, but like if, then if he uh if he never wrote his like introspective shit mm -hmm. because if i find out he never wrote his introspective shit that would break my heart into like a billion pieces dog okay. as opposed to don't get me wrong if i found out he didn't write his gangster shit that shit would still blow me and like disappoint me but it's different because there's certain reasons why you make connections to songs mm -hmm. you know exactly exactly i understand that that exactly what you mean <sighs> but Hey, I mean, shout out to the motherfuckers who do write all their music. Like, no matter what genre of music that you're in, like, it takes a special skill to write music. Like, I've I've done it before. It's not an easy thing. No, no, it's definitely not an easy thing. And I've I've been looking. Uh, I was looking at this article, and he apparently Sahid Prince. You know, I remember he was with uh with Kanye. He was with Good Music, mm -hmm. and he was he was writing shit way back then too. And he's he he's always been like that artist that like he would be featured in certain songs. And I just feel like his career never really like took off like that. But this nigga did probably the best thing he could have done, which is start to write for niggas because you can't tell me this nigga isn't rich off of writing because first of all, just off of Travis Scott, he got four drums on his. He got a bunch of Kanye songs that he's written. Damn. And it's just a bunch of shit, dog. I see right here, The Life of Pop. He wrote 12 tra tracks on The Life of Pablo. Damn, he did? 12 tracks. That's what it says right Jesus. Now he's Christ. credited as a writer. Now I don't know. I don't know. You, you know how that shit goes, where it's like you don't know exactly how much somebody did or yeah. what they did. But still, he's on twelve, and he's on five tracks on 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 Yay on last on last Kanye album. You know what? That's look. We gonna look up. Uh, I'm gonna look up late registration real quick. Nah, back then it was um, Rhyme Style or Rhyme Fest. Or yeah, something but like I'm, that. I want to see how much of it was, how many people were accredited as writers on it. That's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, but that, that that's who it was though, right? Rhyme Fest or Rhyme Style? Probably Rhyme Fest. I think it is. See, I don't know nobody's real names. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see if there's any repeating name, and then I can just click on it. Oh, I forgot Adam Levine was on that album. See, he doesn't have too many like repeating names as writers on late registration so he doesn't have mm -mm. like not not like the same person over and over from what i can see i mean he's got people listed as writers like most of the songs have two to three writers on them and that's not that's even the songs that are not featuring anybody but uh, you know a lot of times i've seen that producers are credited as writers as well really hmm. interesting because here's the thing here's the thing too right like let's say you're a producer and I'm a rapper, right? Mm -hmm. You might tell me, you might tell me, yo, I think you should do this instead of that. You know what I mean? Because you made the beat, you know. So I feel like you you kind of have a creative input on this shit because you made the beat. And if we're working together in the same studio, then I think that's how those situations get credited. You know what I mean? I think that's sure. that's that's what I've. Oh yeah, because here you go, because yeah, Just Blaze is a producer and he's he's credited as a writer on this joint. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, did he change his name? Who? Did Lupe Fiasco change his real name? Like in recently or Yeah. Cause he got a uh, hell of a um a Muslim, oh, like a name. Muslim name. Yeah. My bad. That is so fucking random, but you know what? Nah, I think that might be his uh Oh my god. Let's check let's check Wikipedia. Was uh Wasalu Muhammad Jocko. Uh it doesn't say born John Jacobs. Yeah, it sure so. doesn't say that. And that says birth name. Okay. I did not know this. Yeah, he, he's, you know, something new every he's, day. He, I thought like he's always kind of been about like, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's always been like that. I just didn't know that that was his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, look, we didn't jump all the way off course. What the hell was he talking about? Oh, yeah, writing. Um, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah no, God like, damn, I don't in my opinion, I don't really think that it matters these days. Like if you write your shit or not, really popularity is going to rule versus the talent of whoever writes anything. 
The song can be a hot track as long as your name is on it and you're spitting the verses. That's all anybody really cares about is whoever their favorite is yeah. singing or rapping. So that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree all the way. And and honestly, you know, it just goes to prove with the whole, you know, Drake, Meek Mill situation, this this Travis Scott situation. I mean, people are talking about it, right? But I don't think it's going to affect him at all as far as his popularity, album sales, anything like that. Nah. But, um, you know, so that, that just goes to show that I, I really don't think people really care about it. And again, to the point I made, you know, most Travis Scott songs, I wouldn't really care if he had writers. But it's, it's, it's certain things that, that do matter to me, though, like creatively introspective songs. Like if there's, if there's a song that's like a, that I thought like, yo, this is some really creative ass shit or like, this just sounds different. Mm-hmm. I would be, I would be disappointed in that because I'm like, I'm giving you the credit because I'm thinking you made this shit on your own. Yep. And now that I'm finding out that you did it, it just, it just, it just fucks me up. Dog. Like, it's kind of like when you, when you think that somebody did something good and then you realize there's something, something whack. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you kind of like, it's like a low blow, like a gut to the, a punch to the gut. And that, that, that's what it is for me, man. Well, the last thing I'll say about it is that this makes more sense as to why I like Astro World so much better than his last album. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We don't know who wrote the last album. It That's very been- true. That's very true. It could have just been somebody who was trash in comparison to Sai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. But uh, all right, so uh, let me see. Uh, oh, you said something about Kalani, right? Go ahead. Yes, really quick. I uh, just want to touch on this real quick just because i don't have too much to say on this mm-hmm. but touching on the whole uh tory and meg the stallion situation well we all know that's still handling itself mm-hmm. but apparently miss kalani who had a tory lanes feature on her album recently removed him from said song now it just it just got me thinking you know obviously i i mean i don't know how close meg the stallion and kalani are Maybe they're really good friends and maybe that's why she felt like she needed to, you know, be loyal to her friend or whatever the case is. But it's just going to be interesting, you know, whenever this shit plays itself out and we find out what really happened that night, how the industry is going to handle working with um, with Tory Lanez. Now, we're looking at a situation like 6ix9ine, uh, who's, you know, gotten a feature from Nicki, you know, whom you could argue that, you know... Nikki uh benefited from it just as much as Takashi. Oh facts. Um just you know what I mean? Just because of how many millions of views the circus brought in. Basically. You know what I mean? So I just I don't know, man. It, it just it got me thinking, like, you know, when at what point, at what like will people hold their morals um in check, you know, when 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 dealing with something like this? Like let's say like, I don't know, like, are, are niggas going to s- still keep making music with Tory if he gets proven to have done everything that he's been accused of? Uh, I don't know. It's just going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this shit plays out, you know, because we already got one. And Kalani's a pretty I'm not saying she's like a huge artist, but she's a pretty big name artist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, it's going to be interesting to see who who takes lead to that. Maybe it'll just be a cabal of uh niggas that done did wrong so you have Takashi at the head of the cabal table and then you'll have Tory Lanez right behind him you can have Nicki Minaj on that joint because you know she did uh pay for a child molester to be up out of here <laughs> her brother and uh you can just get all the little hey, niggas in sick. rap who are yeah, looked yeah. down upon for whatever reason because of the police or whatever it is the fuck that they did and just put them in a little group right. and let them all work together maybe they can create something that's actually vicious and they can recapture whatever <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But I mean, I'm I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for this. Like, you know, get this little nigga the fuck up out of here. And by little nigga, I mean little nigga. This nigga's shorter <laughs> than both the fuck of us. But uh I don't feel like he if it if it is true that he did what has been allegedly done to Meg the Stallion, then yeah, he deserves to be blackballed, outcasted. Anybody who's friends with Meg the Stallion, don't fuck with that nigga. If I was friends with Meg the Stallion and I did music, I wouldn't be doing shit with that nigga. Like because to be honest, right now, obviously we don't know exactly what happened. But if if what has been spread out happened, mm-hmm. it's some lame shit, dog. Yeah, it's some lame shit. You know what I mean? Like rather rather or not, Meg The Stallion is who she is. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's some lame shit to do what he did, especially him being how he is. Like dog, it never looks good when like you're doing some stereotypical ass shit about yourself you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. and in this case 
he's doing some stereotypical midget shit of of having to you know do extra shit just to live up to whatever expectations you have on yourself yeah so it's just i don't know man like the little man syndrome is you know i want to say he's even said it in the interview that he has this quote-unquote little man syndrome and i don't know man it's just it, it's shown itself and in a terrible way here man and uh i hope that i i hope there's some sort of misunderstanding and nothing really happened but it's really really not looking that way now and it's really more look i actually seen that they're, they're they're looking towards a charging tory with assault felony assault now um in california so it's gonna be interesting to see you know we talked last week about how this could potentially affect his uh his legal status in the country uh since he is a canadian uh citizen so yeah, you know, it's gonna be uh I don't know. It's going to be a couple interesting couple weeks. Facts. All right. Well, I guess uh, that's it for today. But before we get up out of this motherfucker, did you have a petty of the week that you'd like to share with people out here? Yeah, you know, I just I like to thank all the all the scammers out there, you know, getting it how they can, especially at the at the price of a bitch ass nigga, which is in this case, Takashi. I just want to get a petty moment to, uh, I'm not sure her name. I don't know of her race. I don't know of her age. I don't know anything. I just seen her in a video while Takashi was walking out and she literally, as he was walking in front of her, threw herself as if Takashi 69 was a car <laughs> and threw herself in front of his brigade of, of, of fucking security and Takashi and his girlfriend or whatever. And it was just the funniest thing because like I've seen that happen. Like people throw themselves in front of cars. Yeah. But never in front of a, a person. Never in you know front of I mean? a person. Like, like even if like what are you really gonna say? Like what are you really gonna say? Like oh, but I just tripped and for fell. For the sake of Yeah, I just tripped and fell. I just tripped and fell. Now, I don't know who I want to give the petty award to. If I want to give it to uh Takashi for making a funny, I guess, Instagram video about it, but we're not gonna give it to him because he's a bitch ass nigga. So we're gonna give it to the one who was looking for the finesse from the jump, which is the lady. So shout out to you for, for looking out for yourself, man. There you go. All right. Well, my petty of the week is actually a really simple one. But if it had happened to me, if I had been the victim of this, oh, I'd have been heated like shit. And I've had words to say. So everybody knows Roddy Rich album came out last year. It was a banger. It, it, it still bangs to this day. But uh, yeah. NBA Youngboy just released his new album. And his album cover is damn near identical to Roddy Rich's, except for his head is turned to a different way and his head is not looking down. It's looking more up, but it's still a black and white picture. Like both of them got braids. Oh, no. Roddy doesn't have braids, does he? No, Roddy. Doesn't oh, have braids. shit. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it looks is... it looks like the exact same photo, except for NBA is looking up and Roddy is looking down. That's like literally the only difference between the stance and the photo. Dog, I'm looking at it right now. And they're both they're both wearing black shirts. Yep. They both got like a little Cuban link joint right here mm -hmm. going on. Yep. Uh, They both have very similar hairstyles. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yo, nah, this is 100% a bite, dog. I'm oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give the petty shit to uh, NBA Youngboy because um, this is just ridiculous. Like, it's not like you didn't know that his album cover looked like this. Like, his album was everywhere. The cover yeah, was sure. everywhere. So you you stupid for this one, son. Like, I don't even... I, I We, we nah. can give you donkey of the day for this type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, you really could. You really could, though. Real shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, um, I think NBA is going to have to come up with a new album uh, cover unless it's already come out. And then if it's already come out and he decides not to change it, then you deserve to get all the smoke that comes your way. Actually, hasn't came out yet. Um, looking here, September 11th, mm. ironically. Okay, so. well, yeah, change that album cover, bro. <laughs> you got more than enough time. You got you got a good three weeks. At this point, if you don't do it, you just be ignorant. Basically, <laughs> basically, and you're trolling. That's what you're really doing. Yeah, you're just keeping yeah, no, you trolling. Yeah. So, for sure. All right. And did you for have sure. a uh, did you have an album suggestion for the folks out there today? Not an album review, but an album suggestion. Look at me, niggas is getting it right. Dude. Album suggestion. I do have exactly that right in front of me here. Now, I actually stumbled across this uh, last week. And I've been honestly listening to this, which is the reason why I've had to push forward <laughs> our fucking album reviews. <laughs> but, but dog, 
I, you gotta listen to this, John. It's uh, it's this nigga called. He's he's actually um on which is on a thing that we should have talked about on this episode, but we didn't. Which is the freshman cover list. I don't know if you've seen that. It came oh, out. I haven't even seen it yet. I'll go take a look at it today. Yeah, t- this guy um he he's on it. His name is Baby Keem. I don't know if you ever heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him. No, dog. He's the nigga, dog. Baby Keem is like that. So he had a really popular song called uh, Orange Soda, like a like a year ago. And he had like a couple songs floating around. I see the eye roll. I don't want- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just listen to it. Did dog. the song feature or did the video feature Kel Mitchell dressed up as Ed from Good Burger? That's all I want to know. You know, I haven't seen the, uh, the the music video, so I can't answer that just yet. But I'll, I'll get back to you on that. If but let not, me just get back out. to. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. My bad. Nah, but but the, but the actual the actual album is called "Die for My Bitch," and <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you. Okay, it's good. Let, let me just say this much: He has writing credits for Beyonce. He has writing credits for Kendrick Lamar. He has writing credits for I don't know how many other people, but he's actually been he's been on the low. He's been signed to TDE for like a good two three years now, and he's been writing for for a couple of people. Okay. So I'm telling you, like like don't get me wrong, he has his like trap like stupid like just dumb sounding songs. Yeah, but I feel like his he has a lot of he has a lot of um I think in my opinion originality. I know a lot of his shit does sound similar to like other artists out there but i feel like he does it in a way that he makes his own and just overall the 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 album is dope in my opinion so definitely check that joint out die for my bitch from (laughs) baby king (laughs) all right check it out check it out i'll check it out check it out please check check it it out out. i'll check it out now the album that i had today i don't remember what i did oh here it is i don't know if i brought this one up but i'm gonna if i brought it up before but i'm gonna bring it up today again and because i shouted her out before i'm gonna shout her out again the album i'm gonna do today is snow the product good nights and bad mornings to the hangover this jaunt rocks like i listen this is the first thing that i listened to a first full project i listened to of hers and Yo, she goes like she goes in like shit. And she's actually got songs with Sci High the Prince, uh, Tech Nine, uh, Ty Dollar Sign, Dizzy Wright, Riff Raff of all people. Um, but like all the songs on here are actually pretty dope. Even the one with Riff Raff, who I really don't have any respect for as a rapper or anything like that. Um, his, the song was actually pretty dope. I'm trying to remember, uh, <laughs> cookie cutter bitches. That's a good song, but no, like go out and check it out. If you've never heard snow, the product, I'm not even going to like size the jump too much. I just want you to go out and check it out because she's that vicious of a talent. I think that she definitely deserves more shine than she's actually getting. Like she should be up there because she's, she's, she's beautiful, but she's a lyricist, lyricist. Like she's not out. She's not, she's not, she's not going to be on whack. Let's just say that she could be on whack, so, but she's not more so than let, likely. Let, she let won't let me ask you this, right? Really, really quick, because I know we can get really deep into this kind of question right here, right? Mm-hmm. But do you feel like lyrical women still don't have a place at the? Well, then again, I guess lyrical really isn't something that most people are looking for, anyways, right now. now. Even at least, at least in, in rap, at least right now in mainstream. So I feel like you know what? Let me not even ask that question because the truth is, it's just I feel like it's the generation that that we're in right now, and I feel like if you're not sounding like what's Hopping, regardless of you know your guy or girl, because you know you just mentioned a lot of names right there. Like, um, tech, uh, was it Tech Nine? Mm-hmm. You know, Tech Nine, a couple other dudes that like, yeah, are really big names and are really good rappers. But let's be real, like they're not really that popping right now as far as what's popular right now. Yeah. So I, I, I could understand that, but like you said, I, I agree one hundred percent. I think you know, the product is really really dope. Shout out to a Latina that's actually doing, that's representing right for the culture, not like. Motherfuckers like six nine and shit. So I feel like I appreciate that uh, from the Latino aspect of it. But she's also just really, really dope, just in general, really dope rapper. And um, I'll she, say this to actually answer true. your question. I'll say this to answer your question: is that I don't care if you're going to be male or female, as long as you've got bars and good bars, and you can consistently have good bars, you're going to be respected in the game, whether you're popular or not. Because there are so many artists yeah, out true. here who are well respected, even amongst their popular ass peers. Because remember, even yeah. Jay Z was like lyrically, I'd love to rap like Talib Kweli. You know what I'm saying? Like he even yeah. says some shit like that, and he, even, he knows dog, that's even, not his style. 
even even um when you know R.I.P. Uh, Fred the Godson uh, passed away, he uh he was getting a lot of love from a lot of industry dudes, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Exactly. And, and people that you might not ever think that he rubbed he rubbed uh you know shoulders with or elbows with whatever the term is. But nonetheless, you know, he he had everybody's respect because of his grind, his lyrical ability, and you know everything like that. So I, I mean, I agree. I feel like that was that's, that's the perfect example right there that you got you know people who you wouldn't expect you know giving their condolences to him and, and giving their respects to him. Just most importantly, so mm-hmm. that oh. is true. All right, y'all. Well, y'all know y'all can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Speaker, Stitcher, Spotify, and pretty much probably anywhere else that you can listen to a podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com, searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And you can find us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, once again, spell that shit out. Spell it out. Please. <laughs> All right, y'all, we out of here, but much love from us to everybody around the world. Uh, Wash your hands, wash your ass, keep yourself safe, and we love you. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.